Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Blues Insider for The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. JR, normally I ask you how you doing. How are the Blues doing? <laughs> how are the Blues doing? First of all, can I tell you, I have a bone to pick with you guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What'd I do? I get in my car, I'm headed to Blues practice, and you guys say you're at Centene, and so oh, that yeah. puts uh, that puts Centene in my head. So I drive out to Centene and realize oh, no. that I'm going into the lot that uh, that the Blues are at Enterprise. So thanks for uh, well, stretching out my day JR, here. JR, first off, before you blame us, I would say check your email more often. And second <laughs> of all, you've been covering this team long enough. You know they tell us one thing, and then last minute they pull the rug yeah. from out on you, and then they decide to practice at a new place. You're, you're right. That might be the first time in, I don't know, five, six, seven years uh, that I've done that. And, of course, those two places, Centene and Enterprise, are right next to each other. Oh, yeah. When I say right next to each other, I mean 35 minutes. But, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so the Blues are actually doing better than me today. Well, let's uh, – I, I don't know if that's think 100% so. true. What's going on with these, these slow starts for the Blues? Let's start there. Why, after seemingly every second game of a series, are we having Craig Berube coming out after the game and saying we're not competing hard enough? It's one thing if they're just not talented enough. It's another thing entirely when the the frustration from fan base and from the coach is their effort level. What's going wrong there, in your opinion? Yeah, I I don't want to dismiss that trend. I don't, you know, the second game and and how that's looked, especially the starts in these last two games. I don't want to dismiss it. Um, You know, what's involved in it? You know, are they really taking the opponent lightly that second game after after having, you know, success against them the first game? I don't know. Like, they know it's a thing, so I can't imagine they take the ice last night and and they start thinking, hey, this is going to be a cakewalk. I mean, look what uh, Arizona did to them in the first 10 minutes of of that first game the other night. you know, having said that, is there a little bit of, hey, we got behind early uh, Tuesday night and uh, and we're able to, to play well and, and win the game? Are we a better team than Arizona? Uh, will it show in the end? Yeah, there probably is some of that. You know, but listening to Ryan O'Reilly last night, like things didn't go well for them early on. And, you know, the puck's bouncing this way or that way. And guys, to me, just look disjointed. And the thing that we can't forget, and I know Ferrario's been harping on this for a while, is – yeah, Arizona might not be an amazing team, and they might not be, you know, a top uh, playoff contender. But they're a feisty team, and and they come at you. And so, if you're not ready to play them, 
and the puck's not bouncing your way, you're not creating your bounces. That's how it's going to look. So to me, you know, I think the Blues got what they deserve last night, the first 10 minutes, and uh, this time they couldn't come back like they did a couple nights earlier. You know, I think the biggest problem, at least from the Blues fans' perspective, JR, is the fact that it hasn't been a wake-up call yet. You know, that first game where it was 8 nothing to the Colorado Avalanche in the second of back-to-backs, you would imagine that's the wake-up call, and the Blues understand that they got to get to their games. But as Craig Berube talked about in the post-game show last night, this isn't a matter of the team not being ready. It's more so individuals who aren't going out there and putting the same effort as other individuals on the roster. And I think that's where what I took away from it. This isn't so much the coaching staff needs to find a way to get these guys ready to play. It's the individual players that Craig Berube is speaking of need to find a way to get themselves motivated to match the same compete level as their teammates. Well, and that's exactly where I'm going with that because you have to buy into the trend a little bit about what's happening on these second nights. However, that's what it comes down to. Like, if you're getting good play out of that third line, Robert Thomas, and, you know, I know Hoffman's trending up, but, you know, we, we thought the two would be uh, better together. Some people thought they'd be Hall of Famers. I'm, I don't know who on this call here, but uh, that, we, that they'd be together. It's BK, probably. Uh, you know, you're running the four lines, you're getting the four check. You know, I think if we're seeing some of those things, then we're not talking about why do the Blues look so bad on the second night. And, and, you know, we're not getting some of those things on the first night from those players that I just touched on. And you look last night, look at 43 shots. I think I added it up, uh, 30 of them were by the same four or five guys, the usual suspects, the O'Reilly's, the Shens, the Perrons. Uh, Falk, you know, so on and so forth. And then you had 13 shots from the rest of the group. And, you know, I, I added it up last night with uh, Robert Thomas. We're talking 11 games. He's got four shots on goal. In 11 games, he does not have a shot on goal in, I believe, eight of them. Eight out of 11 games, he does not have a, a shot on goal. So, you know, that line hasn't created, even though Hoffman's uh, stepped up here a little bit lately. And look at the the, the fourth line last night didn't even play that much. So yeah. if you're a Blues team and, and you're not rolling them and you're, you're not in on the four check and you're just chasing down these pesky uh, teams like Arizona, it, it's, it, it's not going to look good. So what do they do with Robert Thomas to get the most out of him specifically? Because I, our guy Alex Ferrario, he, he was supposed to be a big part of this Hull and Oates con, uh, c- combination that they had on that third line. Half right right now. <laughs> you, you mentioned it. It hasn't quite taken form yet. I am not out on Robert Thomas by any stretch of the imagination. It's just been a slow start to it for him. But what do you think needs to happen to get the most out of him? I think just keep working with him. You know, Vince Dunn's a little bit older guy, more established. You're able to sit him down and, and, and talk to him a little bit. I, I don't think you sit Robert Thomas um, unless something goes completely south, you know, from what we've seen uh, so far. But, you know, it, it's just not there for him right now. You know, he's he's not creating, as I mentioned a second ago, he's not putting anything on net, and, and you just don't see the Robert Thomas that we're used to seeing. And, look, opening night, I realize it's one game, but a couple uh, terrific passes, that's the Robert Thomas you used to see, and you think, okay, this is going to be the start of what looks like a breakout year for him. Uh, but to me, he's got a great relationship with Craig Berube. Uh, Craig and, and the coaching staff just need to talk to him and keep working with him. And, you know, we'd all like to see Robert Thomas in the top six and figure it out. But you've got to win games here, and you can't do that. So you bump him down to the third line and let him figure it out. And, by the way, I'm sure you guys touched on it, but uh, Mike Hoffman uh, promoted up to that uh, Perron and O'Reilly line. So it's not going to be Thomas and Hoffman, it looks like, based on today's practice. 
uh, tomorrow when they play the Coyotes. So, so we'll see. But Robert's a smart player, really good player. He'll figure it out, but they just need to work with him. And today at practice, a couple of guys didn't skate, including Colton Pareko. And, Jr. this is probably the number one question I'm getting asked on postgame shows is what's wrong with Colton Pareko? He wasn't on the ice today with morning skate. We've talked about it on the postgame show the last couple of nights. I don't know if he, if he's banged up right now or if there's something else going on, but Colton Pareko is not the same player that we saw in that cup run. He hasn't been, and unfortunately, you know, I'd love to tell people he's got this injury or he's got that injury. Uh, I don't have specifics. Uh, you know, it's normally tough to come up with uh, specific injuries, you know, during regular times when you're at the rink talking to people uh, every day, all day. Uh, but with uh, the Zoom phone calls and uh, the limited information that, that the team provides on this, uh, I just don't have any details for you. But it's obvious uh, that he's missing practices. He, he didn't practice uh, today, you know, quote-unquote maintenance day. We didn't get a chance to talk to uh, Craig Bruby. Not that that would have uh, helped much uh, anyway because uh, he wouldn't have told us. But, you know, it's obvious that Colton Perico's going through something. Uh, not as many shots as you'd like to see. But to me, it's most noticeable on the defensive end. That was a heck of a play last night. I think it was by Garland to, to get around him. But uh, Colton Perico, he's a guy you know who flies up and down the ice like a gazelle. He can shut things down, close things off, and he, he's just not doing that. So um, it looks like it's something that continues to linger, and uh, I don't know when this is going to get better for him. Last question that I've got for you, JR. Uh, we got to look at the positives as well. As much as things looked bleak last night, this team has played pretty well for much of the season. And a big reason behind that is the play of Jordan Bennington. Is is he proving once again that uh, this is who he is? And it, forget the bubble, forget all of that stuff. Uh, th- this looks about as good as we've seen Jordan Bennington in his career, right? I think so, too. Yeah, I, I tweeted last night. I sat in the lower bowl a couple nights ago because I was interviewing fans. And so I'm, you know, whatever, 20th row from the ice. And uh, just to watch him that close, like we get to see him 300 feet up in the air in the press box and you admire what he does. But to be that close and just see him rebound after rebound, uh, you know, throwing the pads and, and making these saves, he's been incredible. He He really has. And so I did wonder how he would uh, re- react to Jake Allen not being there for support, Billy Huso being there as the backup this year. It looks like the time and effort that uh, Jordan Bennington put in at his offseason training, I know he took it really, really, really serious. Uh, it looks like it's paid off. He's phenomenal, and I think the Blues are missing a few wins, if, if not for Jordan Bennington. So if I'm Doug Armstrong, I'm dialing up uh, Mike Ute and getting that contract done as soon as I can. JR, final one for you before we go. Uh, just, I don't know if you saw the news, but basically, uh, for for your purpose, the Blues will be playing tomorrow at Centene Community Ice Center. So make sure you're up there for pregame around one o'clock. You guys, you knuckleheads! What the heck are you doing out there? <laughs> well, we have well, obligations, buddy. We, we we were told earlier this week that there was going to be practice, so that's why we we found our way here. We we cover the team like nobody else, JR. Amen. We're here when nobody yeah. else is. The rights holders. Well, all I gotta all I gotta say is you guys owe me some gas money. That's, That's right. We're, we're here for you, buddy. He's Jeremy <laughs> Rutherford, Blues Insider for the Athletic. Find his work over there. Follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, we'll talk with you again soon, buddy. Enjoy the game this yep, weekend. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Bye. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to three hundred dollars off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more.
All access membership separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at onepeloton.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.